Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me, your host from juliatreat.com. I hope that you are doing wonderfully and making your way through this massive shift with grace and ease. I hope that what I have to share today brings some value to you. If it does, please give me a like, a star, a favorable review, and share it with your friends and family. So if you listen to my last podcast, I think it was the last one. Was it just that recent? Yeah, I think it was my last podcast. I talked about how taking this massive leap forward in my career, uh, that something happened to my body when that all happened, when that was coming about, that I literally felt like my back was broken. And if you, I'll let you go back to the list of that podcast. It's the one posted right before this one, I believe. I talk about how um, I couldn't move. My hips were literally out. I've never had pain like that in my life. And I was reminded when I was going through this that it was just the next thing that I had to get to the bottom to. I had to understand why my body was doing this. Now, I don't know. I'm going to guess most people would have run to the doctor or get x-rays or any of that, but I knew better than that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, you know, saying anything bad if you do that, if that's the thing that you run to first. But I always go to the energetic part, like why is this happening? Is it a past life? Well, it's always linked to past life stuff. I had a conversation with someone earlier today, too, about past lives because we were working through one of his. And he said, you know, I don't know if this is real or if I've made this up. And I said, well, some people believe in uh, MKUltra, which is the mind programming. Uh, whether it's past life or it's MK Ultra, it doesn't matter because this heals whether it's a true memory or it's something that you have taken on as a true memory, but it's not. So, you know, we continued and it, and it worked out fabulously well. So I, you know, started really honing in on what had happened to me in past life uh, when I was getting ready to take a, a leap such as this. And just, I had to get out of my head, you know, because those triggers come, and my trigger was like my body <laughs> shutting down literally, uh, causing me so much pain. So I had to get out of my head, and I had to quiet those stories that start, and I just had to start asking, you know, what is this about? Okay, what is this? What are you trying to tell me? What are you telling me, body? Literally talking to my body. So there were two days of that, um, back being out, hips being literally out, like dislocated, my chiropractor, thank God, she's my, one of my angels here, helped me out. She adjusted me again a few days later. And then, do you know, the next day, we went riding on the motorcycle for, I'm going to guess, about five, six hours. I had no pain, no issues, nothing. I share these stories, you know, some of my stories with you, so that you understand that we are so powerful Okay, my body's listening to everything that I'm telling it, whether it's something I'm listening to, I'm watching. Um, again, that trigger from the past life because I was getting ready to take a similar huge leap far out of my comfort zone <laughs> on all levels, financial level. Um, how do I say this? Um, not spiritual level. <sighs> you know, just putting me out in front of a massive amount of people. And again, that's what this past life was, was tied to. So all of that happened within, what, five days? My back, five days of, oh, pain I'd never experienced before in my life to, Macy, 
I think there's a helicopter going over our house right now. Um, yeah, Mace, come on. It's just a regular helicopter that flies over daily. <laughs> we had a, a, a local space here only a few blocks from us. It was, it used to be like a orthopedic doctor's place, but it's some kind of, they made it into a hospital now with a helicopter landing pad. And this all was refurbished, rebuilt, made bigger, right as all of this was coming out for the past couple of years, if you know what I mean. I can't say certain things. I don't want this taken down from anywhere, but I find it interesting because that helicopter is very busy all day long, just flying overhead, taking people over to that place. Um, yeah. So anyway, if you hear a bark, I apologize, but it's right over our house right now. <laughs> it's very loud. Fortunately, they don't go over at, at night. So, so I had that many days, five days of intense pain and discomfort. And I'm telling you, I can take pain. And I was, I was bawling at my chiropractor's office because I was in so much pain. Yeah, that was after she adjusted me and I was still crying because I hurt so bad. To then the sixth day riding a motorcycle for five, six hours. And I didn't have any, I wasn't uncomfortable. Okay, another, just another thing that reminded me that if I just get out of the way with the uh, bullshit stories and I really hone in on why is this happening and let's find out and oh, you know what? Well, it ended that way that time. Well, it's not ending that way this time. You know, when we do the work, we have the power to heal instantly. We truly can. And, you know, I remember laying in bed the second morning when my back was out again and my hips were out. It wasn't out. My back was seized. It was, it was like I had a, um, if you ever had a, a Charlie horse, it wasn't even that. It was a thousand times more painful than a Charlie horse. <laughs> it was across my whole mid and lower back and then the hips out. I remember laying there and saying, God, please show me. Show me what this is about. And I saw a snippet, right, of the past life of me laying on the ground and what had happened that literally broke my back in half. And, okay, that was, that's all and good, but I had to go really back there and see it, and I didn't understand it, and then I needed to, what I've learned to do is to create another story. So to create the story of where, no, that didn't happen, I made it. I wasn't stopped. I made it to that podium, or I made it to that, to that platform, and I spoke the truth. So I think I was remembering, even back when I had Lyme disease for eight years, you know, it went misdiagnosed for, I think, five years. Yeah, five years. Sick. I, I call it Lyme hell because you'll get all these false negative uh, blood results. And no, there's nothing wrong with you. It's all in your head. Well, I was like, yeah, yeah, right. Um, the last specialist said I need to go to a psychiatrist. And um, I said, I'm going to have to because I'm going to kill the next person that says that. <laughs> Not literally, but it did cross my mind. I was just sick of people saying it's all in your head because your blood works fine. Well, thank God my naturopath, Lynn, you know, came into my life. And she did something called microscopy where she takes a drop of your blood, like pricks your finger, puts it on a slide, and you look under the microscope at your blood. And I was infested with spirochetes. Okay, those are like, they look like little worms in your blood. When you have Lyme disease, you have these spirochetes. And I remember one of them, like its head, looked like a head, I don't know. It's like a little worm with little balls on either end of it. It was inside one of my red blood cells. Its head was inside of it. And Lynn said, He's, it's feeding off your, your nutrients. And it was like literally carting the cell off. 
I mean, it was just fascinating. But I finally had an answer. So then, you know, the, the stories start. Stories start. Um, you're never going to get rid of this. Not by her. She didn't, she didn't tell me that. But the Lyme disease specialist that I went to, who was a mainstream doc, uh, I went to him first, and he put me on antibiotics for a year. And they were triple what you usually take, which always bothered me anyway. I was always sick on those, so I just was sick the whole next year. <laughs> but I never, you know, the longest I felt good was 10 days. So then I said, all right, I need another answer. So Lynn, we started this natural protocol. And the same thing. I might feel good for a while, 10 days, but then here come the symptoms again. And uh, if you look at the symptoms of Lyme disease, oh, there's like 60-something. And I had all of them that have to do with the female, pretty much. There's some are just for men, but after that next year, you know, I realized I just got, I'm just in this story, and God, I know I'm not supposed to be sick. I lose on my knees in my yard, calling for a lifeline. I said, please, God, I'm not supposed to be sick, and I know this. Please show me the way. And I'm going to say this, for my own understanding where I am right now in my journey, I do believe we have a God, a creator of all that is. And I do believe that that God, creator of all that is, is within us. So, yes, I'm calling out to God to show me the way. And God's, like, guiding me from within me. Maybe that'll make sense. So, that's when I started, you know, I remember. I remember the voice. It's a knowing or hearing, whatever, but the voice saying, well, okay, if you're ready, it's going to get it's going to get murky. It's going to get ugly. Okay? You've got to understand why you are where you are, where you are right now, why you're the way you are, everything. And so that started my road to healing myself from Lyme disease. I got off of everything, didn't take any medic medication any anymore, and I started discovering all the things, all the stories that I had held on to or that I had you know, taken on as programs of uh, that I'm not good enough, that I'm a bad girl, that I'm a sinner, that I'm, um, you know, all the things. Just realizing that I had been attacking myself my entire life, just with my thoughts about myself, which most of my life was, you're fat. You know, I dealt with that for a lot of years. I was even anorexic when I was uh, 19, 18 and 19. Uh, I was anorexic. I would eat like a half a can of soup a day. And then I would, some of you who are older will remember those silver suits that you used to wear. They stole them and you could wear them and, you know, work out or jog or just sit around the house, but you were going to sweat more. And so I would put one of those on and I'd just go run miles down the highway. I lived uh, near a highway, just a, like a back highway, not a uh, really busy one. And so I just started thinking all the things that I hated about myself God, there were so many. And I started putting things together that, well, I'm attacking myself, and I'm, so I'm allowing myself to be attacked. You know, I opened myself to attack from Lyme disease. You know, I'm sure there's many people that get Lyme disease, whether it's bitten by um, a tick or, as Lynn taught me, uh, it can be passed on through intercourse. Uh, so it's just a lot of people that, are, that receive it into their body but it never becomes anything because they aren't in that vibe that that can become that. You know what I mean? So after a year of doing my uh, discovery work, and it was a lot, it was past life regression, it was 
catching myself when I would go into that space of a, a negative thought, um, either about myself or something that was to come. And, you know, there were doctors or other people saying, you'll never get rid of it, you can just manage it. And I said, you're fired. <laughs> I literally were like, you're fired. You're not my doctor anymore. You're not my anything anymore. And so I, I received a message from someone one time that had gone to Lynn and they said, you know, I'm, I, I love her, and I found out I got, you know, what I've got. But she said, you know, Lyme disease. But she said, you know, I'll never get rid of it. And this was someone I was actually coaching one-on-one, helping them recover their health, like take their body back. And so I called Lynn, and I said, look, I love you, sister. But if you tell anyone else that they're never going to get rid of Lyme disease, then I'm never going to send anyone to you. And she goes, I hear you. I will never say that again. I said, look, I know I can, I can help them heal themselves completely but it's going to be more difficult if they're then hearing it from others that they can't. And that's what happens. See, we, we hear something or something happens to us, a trigger. So mine was, yeah, lots of triggers occurred me, uh, made me get sick with Lyme disease. Lots of triggers at once. And I, you don't know my story. I lost everything, everything. I was at my rock bottom. And I do write about it in my book, Stepping into the Light. Um, it is on Amazon and Barnes and Noble can put stepping into the light Julia treat and it will pop up but I go through my whole you know awakening into who I am uh, who uh, you know how I healed myself actually I think that's going to be in the next book I don't think I go into how I healed myself I go into how I discovered I had Lyme disease and kind of why that happened and so as I'm making this shift in my business of, you know, and really being connected with God, the God within me, and how can I help the most right now? How can I help others, you know, improve their lives the best way, the most impactful way? And again, hearing that voice thing, just teach them what you learn to do. And so I understand, you know, I have healed all of my relationships, I've, I now have this, this ability to heal my body very quickly when anything happens. See, that's the thing. It doesn't mean nothing's going to happen, okay? It's what you do when that happens. And so when we have something happen, a trigger, whether it's something with money, whether it's something with a relationship, with your health, uh, anything, the trigger happens, something happens, and then what you do after, from that moment on is the trajectory of the direction that you go in. So, yes, two days, intense pain, crying. I got, I did, I'm telling you, I had a few moments of very dark thoughts. Okay, a few moments of dark thoughts. And then I said, nope, if I can heal myself from Lyme disease or this or that, you know, I had a, some kind of something growing on my wrist. This was last year. Well, nine, ten months ago. And it almost, it was like pinching a nerve. And some people might have thought, oh, it's a cyst. I got to go in and get it looked at. I never did. I never did. Uh, could hardly move my wrist. Uh, my chiropractor's blown away. And these two knots just got bigger and bigger and started sticking up off my bone. <laughs> this is for real. And I said, I'm not, she would just use her little activator adjuster on it. And you just, just to, just to keep the energy like pulsing through there, you know, just to stimulate it. And I said, no, I'm not going anywhere because I've healed myself from so many things. This is just one of those things. 
Now this, it's interesting, I didn't intentionally go look and find out in a past life, you know, what this wrist thing might be. It actually healed itself as I said yes to this leap. So even though the wrist got better, because I was, I know what it meant, I was letting go. I'm letting go of so much and lots of, um, I want to say lots of connections, but I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, I just mean I had to let go of a lot. Just let go of a lot so I can take this next step. And so my wrist got better instantly, like within a day, and then the back thing happened. So my chiropractor is very uh, amazed with my body, and anything that comes up, she always says, Julie, I know you're going to heal it. And even when my back, you know, when I was crying in her office, and she's like, Julie, you're going to heal this. You know this. Like, she's saying this to me, and I'm like, I know. I know. I just have to find out why this happened. So when I talk about letting go, it's letting go of a lot of the stuff. Um, the past couple of years, I've been doing so much soul searching and really, again, like recently saying, how can I serve the best? And, and for me and for everyone else, you know, there's a lot of depleted, depleted um, light workers or whatever you want to call, call, call them. And I even noticed that in um, some of the groups in Telegram, it just like, it's so much that I think I, I sit there and just say, I hope they go take a break. I hope they go like, you know, take a couple of days off. It's okay. You know, other people are going to step in. Just go take care of you for a while. But I was talking with a, a client today, a coaching client, and I was telling him, you know, because he said it's really, it's getting difficult. He didn't say it, but I know it's getting difficult to be around certain people who he used to love to be around all the time. And I said, as you ascend, you're going to have to let others go in a way. It doesn't mean you kick them out of your life or maybe you'd need to. I mean, whatever the case may be. But as you're ascending into that higher vibration of who you are and what you're here to do and, and all the things and what you really see life as now and what this, you know, this is what brings me joy or this will make me happy, then it will be difficult to be around them. And I'm going to share this with you in case this helps you because I said, just check in. See how, how you feel, how life's going. Um, see, that, you know, when you're in that state of joy, and hopefully you are finding those states of joy and bliss and happiness and, and prosperity. And then if you find yourself back down in a lower vibrational feeling, whether suddenly you can feel like, or you even wake up and you're like, oh God, why am I today? I feel doomsday today. Well, you, you can either have a bad moment or you can have a bad day. Okay, so whatever you decide to do next is going to, again, you're putting your your energy towards that. So this is how my day's going to be. It's going to be shitty. Oh, doomsday. Oh, this day is going to suck. What if it's going to be as bad as yesterday? Like these are the things we start saying instead of waking up and going, I cannot wait to see all the amazing miracles that show up today. I am so excited about today. I am so excited about today. Like you hear that, you feel it, you just start your day. I'm so excited about today. That's the vibe that starts bringing you the good stuff, right? And so you will, <laughs> you will have to stop 
listening to, watching, or hanging out with those that dim your vibe. I told, I was, when I was talking with the client today, I said, you know, maybe I'll just, I think I'm going to do a podcast that says, welcome to the days of our lives. Remember that soap opera? Because that's what this is, this continuous loop that pulls us right back. We're, we're doing good. We're soaring. We see the light. I see the light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm heading towards it. And then you think, wait, this is the step, and then this step, and this step. And wait a minute, shit, I just fell in the water. There wasn't a step, and oh, well, I'm back to square one. No. You just thought you knew every step, like you had it all programmed and controlled, and this is the way I get there. Instead of feeling that end result that you're going for, feeling it, what that feels like already, what that would be like and how it would feel, and then I'm on my way there. What's the next step? What do I do next? Asking the question, taking the leap or walking through the door or saying yes or saying no or whatever it is to that next step. And then if the step after that looks different than what you thought it needed to look like. You need to say, okay, thank you. Now help me understand this step. Help me understand this. When you let go of the control and you stop the victimhood, like this happened to me again, or why me, or damn it, another thing that didn't work out just like I thought. When you let that go and you say, okay, help me understand this step right here. Help me understand this. It's literally like not only that makes sense that just showed up for you, but every step prior that led you there. Okay, everything's going to make sense. And then you go, oh, I get it. This is an even better step than I thought I had planned. You know, this is why I'm so adamant about people having vision boards or having a vision of what it would mean to you to feel prosperous to feel in love with life, to feel healthy. And I know if you're not feeling healthy, I've been there. I know what that feels like. I know when I felt like I was, uh, I was on my way out. Lime hell is what I call it. So I know what it feels like and I know what it's like when you're losing everything and when you've lost everything because I had everything my marriage, my business. I was uh, on the brink of uh, bankruptcy. I mean, I lost everything. I lived alone in a little red house at a lake. (laughs) I would, you know, wake up, be in the worst possible space ever, mind, body, spirit. I still had this optimistic, like, thought, though, that I'm not supposed to be sick. I knew that. And I would sit and talk to the deer that came in my yard. So I was alone on top of everything. But it's the day that I said, God, please help me. I hadn't called out to God in a long time. And I'm telling you, anytime you reach out, God is going to throw down that lifeline, however that is, whether it's me getting introduced to, you know, finding out about Archangel Michael. That was one of the first steps. To learning about past life, past lives and how they affect us, you know, all these things that I started learning about. So if I can do it, 
Anybody can. We've got to clean up the clutter between our ears, this programming in our mind. That's the only thing that is running the show. I'm going to leave you with a little, some tips maybe to, I don't know, see if it helps you shift some things in your life. Maybe you pick one thing. I'm going to say you you pick one thing, you pick one, uh, one phrase that maybe encompasses all of it. I was listening to someone recently and they said, you know, once I decided to use this phrase, it changed everything. And the phrase is, I am living, oh wait, I'm sorry, let me start over. The phrase is, I am a living example of what is possible. Now, today, talking with that client, we realized, I am a living example of what is possible. That's what we all are doing, actually. Right? But do I want to be a living example of lack, mindset, or poverty? Or do I want to be a living example of how sick someone could be? Or um, how much of a victim someone could be? No. I am a living example of what is possible. I am a living example of the amazing things that can show up for us. Right? So... Pick a phrase, something that maybe you want to start using as your, your phrase. And then start noticing the things that show up to validate that the universe has heard that phrase. Because you are pulling everything in. So if your, your phrases are, I'm too fat, or I'm not lovable, I'm not worried, God's mad at me. Oh boy, that's a big one for a lot of people. Um, I did that thing 10 years ago and now I still can't forgive myself or something happened to me 10 years ago and I can't forgive that person. I'm not lovable, I'm not worthy. Um, I'm always going to be in this situation. I'm never going to be able to get out of this situation. So pay attention. This is really about self-discovery. This is what they, you know, everybody's saying, nobody's coming to save you. You've got to save yourself. And that's the work I've been doing. I've been saving myself. Okay, any lump of money that lands in your lap is not going to heal everything. I promise you that. I work with several people. Well, I am working with some now, but several in the past who are multi, multi, multi millionaires. And they are miserable. Money doesn't solve it. You have the power to change everything. You truly do. And once you decide that, you start, you know, you've, you've got to, you've got to own up to how you're pulling stuff. We first have to own it. Right? Because that's going to get you out of victimhood real quick. You know, if you're still blaming someone or, Woe is me, and this happened when I was five years old, so now I'm fucked up at 50. You are just continuing to give your power away. You'll never be able to harness your power because that is a depleting energy. Depletes your power. But if you can say, you know what, this moment right now, I'm letting all of that shit go. I'm done with it all. I'm done hating on myself. I'm done hating on everybody else. I don't give a shit what anybody thinks about me anymore. I'm going to learn to love myself. When you make that shift, your whole world is going to shift. One last thing. 
kind of a tip. As you're doing your work and you're ascending, and I mean ascending in vibration, that's what this ascension is. It's ascending your vibration. If those around you are not, they're not doing the work, and they're still in that victimhood blame game, or what can happen, to be honest, I've seen a lot of people ascend, and then their partners get very, like, mean to them. On the other hand, I've also seen people ascending and their partners going with them. My Michael is an example. He did none of the work, but I did the work, and he's vibrationally matching me at every level that I'm ascending on. He's just there. That's because we are to be together. If he was not ascending with me, and he knows this, <laughs> I never said it like a threat, but if he wasn't ascending with me, we wouldn't be together. We couldn't be because it would actually hold me back from my own ascension. So I hope that uh, this helps you maybe put some pieces together, understand how, you know, you are perhaps calling things in. It's, it, you know, it's the vibe. It's our, it's our thoughts. It's our vibration, everything. And so I understand, too, how we have to start that new thought. It has to become a new habit. And that's why you just post these. You post it everywhere, and you say it, but you say it like you mean it, and then you feel it, all of it. And then even if 10 minutes later, well, my life hasn't changed, you keep saying it like you mean it, and then you feel it. Okay, you have to reprogram your mind. You have all the power in the world. I can tell now, I mean, I can shift in a second. I can feel the shift if I have listened to someone or seen something and it shifts something in me. I can feel it immediately. And the funny thing is, the most recent one was someone who was talking about um, people who do the work that I do. And she was talking about how, um, you know, they're harnessing the dark. And she's, she's actually, um, she was trafficked for, I don't even know how many years. I mean, I don't even know if her story's true, but it sounds pretty true to me. And she is now telling stories about everything that she saw while she was trafficked. And including, you know, beings that, that call in, you know, using the dark, like that's portals into the dark, into the spirit world. So I'm sitting there, I could feel myself shift for a second. I'm like, wait a minute. Um, and then she went and the host said, so are you saying the only people doing that work are the dark ones that can do that stuff? You know, the psychic work, the, the mediumship work, the, all this, you know, the healing work. And she said, oh no. Now she hadn't sent the whole program 40 minutes of anything positive yet. She goes, oh no, not at all. No, there's light, there's people of the light that are doing the work too. And she said there, and I've said this lots of times, you can use anything for darker light. Just like they show you in Star Wars, right? <laughs> you can use it for darker light. And so I felt myself shift and I said, again, an epiphany. I let this woman's words shift me to a lower frequency, vibration for a split second. Like it literally was in my stomach. And then her next words, like, kind of make it all go away. We, it's powerful, right, when we're listening to. And again, another test for me 
Do you believe in yourself yet, Julia? And yes, I do. All I've been hearing from God this past week, God within me, the God that created me, is that just believe in yourself. And here's the funny thing. So I'm shifting my uh, platform to, um, I'm getting back into, you know, coaching people into creating their beautiful life. You know, healing yourself, you know, healing your money issues, healing your relationship issues, like manifesting miracles on the daily basis. I'm getting back into that. And that's what I started out with, with spiritual boot camp. And I realize now, because of my new mentor uh, that I just connected with, that um, the way that I can serve the best is to help people change their lives. And so that's what's coming up. You'll be noticing it on my website. Right now, the old website's up, juliatreat.com. Um, I don't know how much longer certain things will be available. Just so you know, um, I will be moving away from individual sessions the way that they are. So I am moving forward with Prosperity Queens Academy, and that's going to be a monthly uh, membership where I am coaching you to coach yourself, okay? Just like I had to do, I had to coach myself, and I still do. I coach myself through everything. I'm going to teach you those skills, all right? We're going to be doing that. We're going to have several sessions during the week, um, every week, and this is a monthly thing. And then there's also going to be Prosperity Queens Life Coach Program. It's also... I'm in between names, Prosperity Queens Leadership. I actually will probably call it that, but it is really where you become the life coach and you get certified in everything with the formula that I have developed and you become the life coach and you go out and help people change their lives while you get uh, compensated for it. So these are, this is what's coming around the bend just so you know what I've got on the horizon here shortly, working on all the details right now, but I am very excited about it, and everything is like crystal clear for me. I get it now. I know what I'm supposed to be doing as we move forward into creating the new. Let me just leave you with one little golden nugget here real quick. You know that I am uh, involved with the SIA. I just want to tell you what happened um, on Microsoft. <laughs> can't say the word, microscopy. I was on a call the other night and got to watch it. And that is what Lynn used to do, my naturopath Lynn, who did uh, leave this physical world, leave her costume um, 2019 before all of this started. We have to be very careful with what we say about ASEA um, because Big Pharma tried to buy it uh, for billions of dollars and they said no because they, Big Pharma wanted to put it on a shelf. They didn't want anyone to know about it. And the founders, thankfully, said no. Um, and they could have taken the billions of dollars uh, in a check and, t and just left. But they, I love this company so much because they are so dedicated to humanity and helping us all heal. But the other night, there was a, a naturopath on, and she had um, a screen share. She was showing the blood work that she's been doing. And she did share videos of people who have gotten the jabs and because they're starting to come to her because the doctors, this is just what she's saying. The doctors are saying to these people, you know, you're sluggish, you don't feel good, whatever you got going on, the headaches, the heart palpitations, and, and they're not getting any help, all right? Not, they don't know what to do with them. So she's starting to get these people as her clients. And she said, um, one mother just came in, she has three children, and she's so tired and lethargic and just can't even be a mom. She took... Uh, the prick of her finger, uh, the blood, 
put it under the microscope and her blood was like sludge. Like, and I, so Lynn taught me, I mean, Lynn taught me so much with microscopy. I knew, I know what blood's supposed to look like now under microscope, healthy blood. <laughs> and so there was plaque in there and there was a lot of shit that wasn't supposed to be in there. I think she called it garbage. Uh, but the blood was moving so slow. And she goes, I knew this woman must feel like crap because her blood was obviously showing her that. So she's, this naturopath is new to ASEA, but she did instruct her to do, um, she said four ounces a day, two in the morning and two in the evening, and come back in two weeks. All right, so the mom did that, came back in two weeks. Her blood was, and she showed the two-week blood sample on video. I mean, it was just flowing like it was supposed to. There was no more plaque in the blood. Um, all the, a lot of the garbage was gone. Uh, and, you know, still needed some work. But she said, I told this mom. And the mom said, like, I feel fantastic. Like, I feel like I'm getting back to being me. And so she told the mom, all right, well, let's just bump it up. And let's do eight ounces a day. She said, they call it the magic eight. Let's see what it does for you. See if it does magic. And it just changed everything for her, for that mom. I'm telling you this because I am now getting many messages from people who got the jabs and now aren't feeling well. They know something's going on. Some people have no idea. They just think it's uh, uh, the C word and they're just sick. They're just supposed to be sick. Um, no, you are not supposed to be sick all the time. You're not supposed to feel like shit all the time and you should not be catching that all the time, okay? Many people are realizing their immune system is uh, compromised, all right? And I'm seeing it uh, mental statuses, and I'm seeing it physical from people that are reaching out to me. I always knew, you know, I think a lot of us knew these things were going to come out, this, these quantum, um, this quantum stuff that was going to help everyone. And it's coming out. And a C is just one of them. It's just one that I'm familiar with. There are others that I hope you find or can look into. I do not know the names of them. Um, I, I know a seal works and that's what uh, Michael and I are sticking with. So check it out if you haven't yet, um, juliatreat.teamacea.com. Just go on the website, poke around. There's a button, contact me. If you need to contact me, then I will have my team reach out to you. Um, because I'm so busy now getting this uh, new platform going, uh, my team will take care of you being great hands. I just can no longer um, guide you through it, but check into it. Uh, whether you got the jabs or not, check into it. Um, Michael and I did not. It was our, we chose not to, and um, we are grateful we didn't, but we still are on ASEA. All right. I hope this was helpful for you today, and I, I pray that uh, your miracles just come flooding in. Just start catching yourself where you've dipped into those lower vibrational thoughts and just change them and then begin program programming those into your mind, right? All right. I love you so much. Again, uh, I'll be announcing soon when you can get into Prosperity Queens Academy and also the Prosperity Queens Leadership Program. I am so grateful for you and for your energy and to be able to even do this work. I am just, ugh, just eternally grateful. Everything that I've gone through had to happen so that I could help you change your life as well. I'm sending so much love to you. God bless and namaste.